folks, guess what? The Detroit Women of Comedy Fest is back, baby! We're going to be streaming across Planet Ants channels on June 4th and June 5th. That's their Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, you get it. There's going to be so much funny stuff. We're talking sketch, stand-up, podcasts, live stream, workshops, special guests. Head over to DetroitWomenOfComedy.com to find out how you can join the fun. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. I was also in a limo for the first time ever last night. That was fun. That was good. Limos are cool. Our driver, Big Kev, cool guy. Big Kev? Big Kev. Kev. Well, that's what we called him. His name was Kevin, but we called him Big Kev. Wow, you, I didn't know that your dad got the walking boot off. Yeah, I was going to say, was it my dad? No. <laughs> you you know, I, it's like making some scratch on the side. Your dad would have not wanted to be that limo driver. My we were. driving a limo around. <laughs> he doesn't have a chauffeur's license. Can, he, can you get a chauffeur's license? license right now? <laughs> your dad, Kev, doesn't have a license? Oh, no, I think he let it lapse because he, he hasn't been able to drive in fucking yeah, two years. He doesn't need it. Hey, man, when you destroy your fucking leg and foot with a stray round at the range, there are consequences. Oh, I mean, I don't I don't even think, I don't, I don't want to count it as stray. It was very direct. <laughs> I, I feel like it technically was a stray round. It wasn't I, meant to go there. Accident, not every accidental discharge is a stray, but every stray is, you know. You know, I bet he was pretty embarrassed. You know, I bet he, I, you know, he really... He lost a lot of credibility, you know, that day because, you know, he kind of, he really, with that one, he really, uh, he shot himself in the foot. If I go over there, you think he'd accidentally discharge a stray bullet into my fucking skull? <laughs> God damn it, Tyler. I don't know, you blow his waist. Hey, oh. <laughs> I love Kev. I love Kevin so much. The, the times we've interacted, he's, he's a wonder to be around. Uh, but I can never get yeah. over. He's a peach. He's a peach. He's a, uh, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, all right well heidi ho there listeners and uh welcome back to the worst in the industry podcast uh the show where this uh, hot dog obsessed three-man vanguard party pilots our uh, tic tacs through the wilds of the southwest cattle mutilating the news media and history to bring you only the most enraging surgically removed eyes tongues organs and buttholes that we can find in the prize steeds my name is Justin St. Peter, and I am not from Alpha Centauri, to my right. Colin Stanley, and I'm in alcoholism-induced delirium right now, to my right. My name's Tyler, and if anyone has a gun, all I ask you to do is please come find me, and please kill me. We're going to put his address in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, babes. Love you. It's, we'll see how he feels about this when the episode releases. The I probably won't want to be murdered. I probably won't want to be murdered at that point, but... Too we'll late. See. We'll see what happens. You you already put the hit out on yourself, bud. God damn it. <laughs> you paid in advance. I paid. All right. Well, today, today's a Colin-centric episode. Colin-centric episode. Thank you for singing the song because Tyler refuses to sing the song. Great one and put it in the show. Um, yeah, no, I mean, you know I do the editing, right? Well, of course I know, but I want to blame Tyler. That's fair. 
so yeah today's episode is going to be about um to the stars academy um a public benefit corporation uh founded by uh harold putoff uh or putoff or putoff i don't know how to fucking pronounce his last name uh who is a uh, a doctor a scientist a researcher uh jim semvin who spent 25 years in the cia and a former former lead singer of blink 182 tom DeLong. i still don't understand how he fits in here oh we're gonna get there with all these ops we're gonna get there <laughs> but Alan, uh, would you say that you were put off by his name I was very put off by Harold Putoff's name because he's the guy who uh, said that Yuri Geller was like confirmed a psychic, like a hundred percent. Like he did all these studies, like yes, confirmed that Yuri Geller, uh, uh, infamous fraudster and liar about being a psychic, uh, Yuri Geller, uh, fooled Harold Putoff, who tried to like substantiate his claims through uh, really shittily done. Uh, studies that could not be reproduced by anybody except when they made the same mistakes as him. And then uh, Jim Samovin, who is, like I said, a uh, fucking career spook. Um, but yeah, Tom DeLong, uh, he uh, wrote a book called Secret Machines with a K in it. Uh, I'll let you guess where. Uh, oh. About, like, UFOs and, like, tried to write it. Basically, he did Ancient Aliens. He wrote an Ancient Aliens book where... He, uh, there's like a line where he's like, if we were to posit an alien abduction in ancient Israel, it would uh, be recorded much the same as the accounts of angels mating with humans in Genesis to create monsters. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, so he's, he's a fucking dickhead. And normally we just, we don't talk about just any old like former musician shithead. Uh, but they're funneling lots of money into this. They have a tax-exempt status as a public benefit corporation, and they're actually getting a lot of money from the federal government. So that's why we're talking about them, because they're they're siphoning money away from useful infrastructure, like roads and housing and healthcare, into uh, a bunch of uh, UFO bullshit that's not real. Or at least the stuff they're talking about isn't real. Do you uh, really want your tax money going to Tom DeLong? Do you really want... <laughs> the guy who goes where are you spending your hard-earned tax dollars so he can chase around ufos with a bunch of ops from the government but he's not even chasing them he's not doing any chasing he's he has people for that he has people for the chasing so in uh 2017 uh to the stars academy of arts and sciences was founded uh, as a public benefit corporation. Um, and then they very quickly acquired To The Stars Entertainment Incorporated, I believe it's called, um, which is the business that Tom DeLonge had already created um, as like a little entertainment company venture. Um, it became just the entertainment wing, essentially, of To The Stars Academy proper. Uh, and I do, you know, obviously you guys are asking, like, why, what's the fucking rationale? Why are they doing this? Um, so I have a quote from Tom DeLonge. It's a statement that he gave out when they launched the company uh, as he's the president and CEO. He said, and I quote, The public interest in the outer edges of science and the understanding of phenomena has always been suffocated by mainstream ideology and bureaucratic constraint. Okay, that's completely reasonable. I get that. Like, yes, it's 
you know, fucking a lot of these fields are old boys clubs. The government is an old boys club. It's really hard for people who have new ideas or people who, who aren't like a 60 year old white guy to like get involved because they're excluded on purpose. So I get that. Uh, but he continues, we believe there are discoveries within our reach that will re revolutionize the human experience, but can only be accomplished through the unrestricted support of breakthrough research and innovation. He said our favorite word. Innovation. Innovation, our favorite word. Is he disrupting the industry? That's basically, he, the, the, basically, to the Stars Academy, the argument is that You'll never learn about aliens if the government's in charge. So what, are they just trying to do, like, a business plot-esque takeover of the government? Kind of. enterprise uh, disclosure? It's weird. I really... We'll t we t obviously, we don't talk about it a lot on the show, but we're all pretty big on aliens. Oh, I fucking love it. Supernatural shit. Like, we, we all love it. And we all want disclosure in whatever form it takes as much as the next guy. But I don't want it from the lead singer of Blink-182. But when we, we're going to get further into this, the way that fucking To the Stars Academy, like, okay, um, I want to use the term mobbed up because they're mobbed up, but they're mobbed up with people who are from the Defense Department and, like, the CIA and, like, They're the absolutely Senate. covered in alphabet soup is what Love they it. are. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, so... Uh, in the in the same uh, the same uh, within the same context, uh, Doctor Hal Puthoff, uh, who is uh, the vice president of science and te technology at To the Stars Academy, uh, also gave this quote. He said, "Imagine having twenty fifth century science this century. We've mobilized a team of, of experienced, connected, and passionately curious minds to reveal and decode information that can challenge the limits." Of traditional theory such as the study of uap uh unidentified aerial phenomenon for people who have romantic partners and social lives um such as the study of uap technologies together we're bringing transformative science and engineering out of the shadows to introduce profound possibilities um so yeah it's it's basically the idea that the government has access to these resources but they either can't or won't disclose them or investigate them properly. So instead, they're going to have this done by a private company, a private corporation um, that is essentially tax-exempt that will make these um, leaps forward in technology and will disclose this information to the public uh, independently but they're constantly working with the federal government and they're filled with people who are former members of the federal government so the argument that it's like an independent venture like unmoored by the shackles of being part of the government doesn't really hold much fucking water uh to me at all yeah it gets kind of weak when you look at it with um you know any level of scrutiny yeah, it's not, it's not nice. It's, uh, I wrote in my notes, uh, <laughs> for this next part, uh, it's very clearly bullshit. Um, <laughs> this is a direct quote from, from my notes. <laughs> um, but basically though, so if you're not familiar with, uh, 
a public benefit corporation. They they make their money typically um, through donations, but also um, they can offer what's called a, I believe it's a A plus stock incentives or A plus uh, stocks. Where basically it's you can buy stock in the corporation both as a donation but also you get like they can't it's not that they're not a non it's literally they're in a legal gray area between being a real company and being a non-profit so they're able to sell shares of their company um but i don't think they have like a fiduciary responsibility to show you a return which so they're they're a publicly traded non-profit but they're not non-profit, though, is the thing. They're just public benefit. So they, they they always use, like, churches as the closest, like, example. So, like, churches make a lot of money, but they all make a lot of money through, like, tithes and fundraisers and donations and, like, mail-in shit. Like, I think that is kind of how, like, you can't buy shares of a church, but you could probably buy shares of, like, a, a public benefit corporation that like funds and provides resources to multiple churches. So they're a nonprofit, but they're also ta- or they're not a nonprofit, but they kind of are, but they are for profit. And well, they're for the the betterment of human society, Tyler. Yeah, that's why I put a I bunch don't... of CIA ops in in charge of it, and like, yeah, it'll totally make the world better. Yes, uh, only the least nefarious uh, organization of the 20th century. Every the time CIA. the CIA touches something, it gets better. They're like, you know, it's they got the Midas touch. It's, it's every time the CIA touches something, it turns into crack or guns. I mean, look how great Iraq turned out. What Still, a... look at look at the state we're leaving Afghanistan in. Yeah. Look, oh, we're not leaving. Oh no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll they, just be they literally you know, said, doing everything no, no. for drones. No, Justin, Justin, they literally said, <laughs> they said, uh, the removal of troops from Afghanistan may involve, uh, sporadic surges of new troops. What? Oh, good. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> that's not what removal means. <laughs> it, uh, that's what it means to the U.S. government. Oh my it's, fucking god. They're, they're, dude, they'll, these motherfuckers will do anything but leave Afghanistan. <laughs> Colin, they can't let the brown people make their own government they're like we're cool with the taliban being a thing fine whatever we don't like it but they can be a thing we're not going to do anything and then 9 11 happened and they're like cool this is a great excuse to take out the taliban then there was a lot of fighting now the taliban own more of afghanistan than they ever in the history of the taliban did and now we're like, now it's time to leave. And by leave, we mean fight a bunch more and then fund a bunch of proxy wars between local militias that also massacre civilians. Yeah, it's almost like if we never went there in the first place, we wouldn't have a problem with people being mad at the United States. Almost. Almost, Tyler. Interesting. If we didn't drop freedom bombs all over their country and murder their families... You know. it's, Tyler, the only way to solve problems is with violence. It's if somebody needs food, you kill them. If somebody needs infrastructure, you kill them. If, you know, somebody needs, you know, assistance, you know, with some governmental help, 
you just gotta fucking kill them. And then, and then they don't need help anymore. Predator missiles. You're really skipping out. Okay, you don't kill them, alright? You hire Blackwater, and then they get into a position where they have to kill them. Okay, we're not just killing people for no reason. We're killing people to protect our troops. Because our troops are being assailed every day in a foreign country that doesn't want them there. And the only thing we can do to protect them is to send more troops. <laughs> anyway, get a little off topic here. Uh, yeah, yeah. So back, back to Blink-182 and aliens. Blink-182 and We're not upset about anything. It's not like there's a guy who, worked, who used to work for fucking Lockheed Martin at this fucking goddamn alien company it's not like it's literally all cia agents and military contractors it's definitely not anyway do you uh, think they make tom DeLong get coffee for meetings i don't i think tom DeLong like shows up in like a cloud of salvia smoke has like one conversation records a video and then leaves and then he goes back to playing his like weird fucking synthesizer i want i wonder if he like when he doesn't have a script in front of him just defaults to blink 182 lyrics and that's all he can speak like oh hey hey tom how's your day doing where are you when he goes and out i'm so to look sorry for, uh, ufos he stares up at the sky and he goes where are you <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god it's great it's funny it's great Oh, so, uh, wonderful. by 2018, after, uh, about a year of fundraising, um, they'd only re they'd only raised about a million dollars, uh, in outside funding. Um, they that ain't enough. also, um, that they ain't going to get put you up shit. for sale $50 million worth of stocks. So uh, they have a million dollars. No, 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 no. They, they had a million. Dollars. They had a million dollars. But they're selling fifty million dollars worth of stock against the valuation of the company, which is only a million dollars. No, 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 no. So the company hadn't been valued. They weren't sitting. No, no, no. They so through crowdsourcing, through crowdsource funding, through selling those A plus, uh, like shares that you can buy for these types of uh, yeah. entities, these uh, public benefit corporations. Through that, they'd raised a million dollars. Um, however. They had a $37.4 million deficit uh, due to a stock incentive plan for employees. And I do have to say deficit. And we have to be very careful that we don't say that they were in debt. They were never in debt because of this. Because they just spent the New way York more Times than they had. and like one other fucking organization had said they were in debt and they had to fucking redact it. They got all these threats from To the Stars Academy's lawyers uh, and legal team because they said debt instead of deficit and they're saying it's not debt because that would imply we'd borrowed money no we just we're just, just spending more money than we have it's called a deficit it's not debt That's it's a totally works, meaningful course. distinction in the context of how much money a company is making it's definitely you know what it's definitely useful i'm glad they made that distinction and threatened to sue journalists for getting it wrong all i'm saying is uh when you know when a company's deficit's that high and there's a bunch of military contractors and ex-cia agents running it you know what that means government money right well we're gonna get there so 
we're gonna get to the government money part but uh so also in 2018 um tom uh tom DeLong put a post on facebook uh for uh it was it was a 3d rendered image of a hypothetical uh face uh hypothetical alien ship uh a ufo a uap and uh this is this is the uh the comment for that post hello my name is tom DeLong from blink 182 sorry from the blink 182 which is weird that he put the in there oh no my name is tom DeLong from the blink 182 Oh, I'm I'm Tom DeLang from the Blink 182. He's from California. He does not sound like that. He's like, my name is Tom DeLong from the Blink 182. Okay, so to be fair, so is Gil Carrillo. Gil Carrillo, but Gil Carrillo is also kind of a kind of a cholo. <laughs> no, a he's bit. not. He's got a little bit of the just, accent though. He's got a little like Hispanic. <laughs> No, but it's like it's that's a re- it's not just a, a Hispanic accent. It's like a regional Hispanic accent. All right, officer. I didn't know that <laughs> you're profiling people based He's on. He's literally who- a cop. He sounded a little cholo. Oh my god. Anyway, I've. Hello, my name is Tom DeLong from the Blink One Eighty Two. I have brought together an elite team from CIA, DOD and the FMR Director of Advanced Programs at Lockheed Martin's Skunk Works. We are aiming to build this electromagnetic vehicle to travel, travel, capital T, instantaneously through capital S, space, capital A, air, and capital W, water, by engineering the fabric of capital S, capital T, space-time. Our company is called To The Stars! And you can invest, all caps, in our plan to revolutionize the world with technology that can change life as we know it. We launch today. You know, I'm hungover. I didn't feel the need to throw up until I heard that. Where are you? Oh my god, that set me over the edge. You guys remember you could text in statuses to Facebook? Yeah. What do I feel like that's how he submitted that? He was like the last person. It is. Still it using it that, probably that is. And the funny thing is, is about the time that I, you could do that was uh, was when I was listening to Blink One Eighty Two a lot. Jeez. <laughs> it was about that time. Yeah, yeah. It was the, about um, that uh, time. The picture that this that, that this is a caption to the post that that the image uh, is the center of. Uh, the the image is a. It looks like a double-ended dildo. All right, let's see it. Send it. Made for a Cenobite. It is... It is sleek. It is sharp. It is smooth and black. It is very um interesting. So they just... They just made a 3D rendering and were like, this is going to work. They made a 3D rendering, and the implication is that we have seen a ship like this and are attempting to recreate it. That is that is the implication. Oh, that... so so the the three hours that Tom DeLong spent on Google SketchUp making that is no, you got to remember he has lots of money. He has lots of money, and he has lots of people. He did not. Tom DeLong is not doing any of this. Tom DeLong is not doing anything. Other people are doing this for Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong is walking into an office full of people, and he goes, 
I need you to make the electromagnetic vehicle that can instantaneously travel through air, water, and space. And they go, Yeah, sure, Tom, whatever. I put the picture in chat, by the way. Yeah, it does look like a double-ended dildo for a Cenobite. It looks like a tool I use at work. <laughs> it looks like... It looks like the kind of wedge you'd use to split logs. <laughs> Just the fucking... <laughs> it, it looks yeah. like the knob... One of the knobs fell into my oven and then got weird from the heat. <laughs> one of the knobs fell into my oven and got weird. <laughs> Do you mean they melted? Yeah, like I said, got weird from the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I get weird from the heat, but that's usually just called suntan. That's what we call uh, <laughs> suntan. So, basically, all of twenty eight, uh, all of twenty eighteen, all that anybody was talking about with to the stars is how like, wow, they're really, <laughs> really gonna lose a lot of money, aren't they? <laughs> wow, this is pretty fucking stupid. It's crazy. That all these uh, people who were involved in, like, the Defense Department and the CIA and, like, the Office of Navy Intelligence, like, all this shit is just, like, involved. Uh, it's, it's weird that they can't make any money. But then, shocking, in 2019, <laughs> um, they were given medals by uh, uh, a, uh, an acclaimed UFO journalist. Um, who Tyler, or sorry, who Justin is probably familiar with, uh, Laura Howe, she was the journalist who was originally, uh, tracking a lot of the cattle mutilation cases, um, and, uh, she's, like, kind of a big name in the UFO community, um, because, first of all, she's a woman, and a lot of those guys haven't seen one in a while. Girl, 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 girl. <laughs> I'm s- I'm not trying to be like sexist, right? Not, uh, but, I do, I, I do not envy her reading her Instagram DMs. Oh my! God. I'm sure they're full of filth. When you are an investigator for Mufon, you have to realize that it's not about you anymore. It's about the mission, and that means you don't have time to be in a romantic relationship you don't have time to do the laundry or change your clothes or shower or eat anything that's not a gas station burrito or Ooh, you know make personal good. connections with any other human beings or talk to anybody not over text without uh having a panic attack um like that's that's just part of being an investigator that's part of being a ufo not okay it's, it's a it's a life that chooses you they are the bravest troops. They're braver than any Marine. The Our brave men and other differently shaped men uh, in the UFONOG community, they are pushing the bounds of human consciousness and knowledge. Pushing the bounds of human consciousness with their weird bodies. Yeah, their weird, the weird gelatinous vacuum bodies. bag full of tapioca and nails bodies. So, <laughs> Laura Howe... Um, basically she uh, it's it's unclear if she sold it to them uh which i hope she did you gotta you gotta bilk these fucking losers whenever you get the chance oh by medals colin didn't mean like awards he meant uh, they're referred to as meta materials exotic metals honestly instead of instead of selling that shit to mufon she could have just showed up to a few mufon conventions 
and then just been like, oh, by the way, I have an OnlyFans, and, like, just post pictures of her toenails for these fucks to jerk off to, they would pay, like, $50 a month if she shows up. No, they'd find a way to pirate them. Yeah, these I mean, aren't, are these aren't ethical people. These are, these are unscrupulous goons. Unscrupulous goons. The if unscrupulous a, if goonery <laughs> of MUFON. They're not if even, are, they're not even uh, goons, because they're not cool enough to be a goon. Like, go, you goonery, don't have to be cool to be a goon. You to, have to be, to be obnoxiously stupid, and you have to be very uh, unaware of your surroundings. Which I, I think <laughs> anybody who wears a lanyard that says UFO investigator on it is not very aware of the way things look. I'd say they're more probably more like the Three Stooges. No, they're not funny. <laughs> they're like the Three Stooges if the Three Stooges weren't funny. And the, and it was just it was just them like Seinfelding their way through life and every situation is terrible and they do everything wrong all the time and they and they sit in a a hot tub that's in their living room and then have the window open and the hot tub turns off and then they freeze in it. <laughs> they have a hot tub in their living room. Yeah, Cra Kramer open. did that. It's a great episode of Kramer Seinfeld. Did, Kramer did that. Yeah. They're also jerking off to their neighbors in the, yeah. in the building across the street. They don't... They... <laughs> do you think, those are some unscrupulous goons. Do you think... Uh, do you think ufologists and UFO knots? Do you think they? Uh, do you think they even try to like have a bet like that, where they go like, "All right, we're gonna meet back here in fifteen minutes," but we all agreed we're gonna start the bet. Uh, we're gonna start the bet, and then we'll meet back here in fifteen minutes to figure out what we're gonna do for dinner. And then they all come back in the room and they go, "I'm out!" <laughs> Just all of them all at once, because in that fifteen minutes they had to compulsively jerk off because it's the only thing that makes them feel good. Yeah. It's like uh, they're like shitting on people who investigate UFOs for a living, but I think it's just because a we want to do that, and two we're bitter that we don't get to do that. They're like that dude in Sons of Anarchy that would compulsively jerk off all the time. Uh, that and then they cut his fingers off so he couldn't do it anymore. You can still use your palms. No, he used. They cut off the three fingers, so he still had his pinky and his thumbs. Oh, you can still jerk off with it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Thumb. I can still make Yeah, but he couldn't, like, stick his hand in his pocket and, uh, you know, because that was the problem. Oh, the problem so they, they yeah, solved that problem. problem. They solved that problem as he was playing pocket pool all the time. They solved oh, okay. that problem no, by thought, cutting six of his like, fingers off. I thought they were like, hey, skinny Pete, get out of your room, and he's like, hey, I'll be out in a minute. Like, four or five times a day. No, he's just jerking off. He's just... You don't... You don't have a mutilation intervention with your friend uh, if they're just, like, jerking off their bedroom a lot. You do it when they're coming in public. Yeah. I feel like eventually we're going to have a mutilation uh, con or intervention coming up for one of us. Be like, listen, you really got to stop doing this, so we're going to cut six of your fingers off. Put your money on who? <laughs> are, you are you implying that one of us is going to be jerking off in public? So no, no, I, I, I don't think it's going to be something like that. I think it's going to be something like, like DJ, oh, you can't. Something else horrible. Like, like, uh, like DJ, you can't stop biting your nails, so we're going to cut all your fingers off. It would solve the problem. <laughs> Colin, you won't stop jerking off, so we're going <laughs> to. I'm not gonna say the thing I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say the thing I was gonna say. Anyway. Oh, you, uh, were you, were you, were I was gonna say something way balls. worse than what I said. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, in 2019, Laura Howe she was she provided these uh these meta materials uh allegedly to the to the Stars Academy, um and here is a quote from Steve Justice, who is their chief uh chief operations officer. He's the guy that Tom DeLonge mentioned earlier, who used to work for Lockheed Martin. Um, so he is a uh, defense department uh, goon um, because. Uh, if you, if you work for Lockheed Martin or Raytheon, um, you should see episode one of the podcast and what we tell people, uh, when they're making the wrong decision to do. Um, so (laughs) in the quote, he says, uh, the following, the structure and composition of these materials are not from any known existing military or commercial application. They've been collected from sources with varying levels of chain of custody documentation so we are focusing on verifiable facts and working to develop independent scientific proof of the materials properties and attributes in some cases the manufacturing technology required to fabricate the material is only now becoming available but the material has been in documented possession since the mid-1990s we currently have multiple material samples being analyzed by contracted laboratories and has plans to extend the scope of this study. So that's a lot of uh, fancy words to say, um, we don't know what we're doing, and I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Because the same uh, article that had this quote uh, also had a quote from a PhD chemical engineer uh, who, um, through the descriptions of the metal, had determined that it was more than likely uh, basically a byproduct from lead purification uh where basically what happens is you create these alloys of layered bismuth and magnesium that has these electromagnetic properties very conducive to running a magnetic uh field uh you know electromagnetic field through it uh um, and in the interview that is currently no longer extant on youtube uh between tom DeLong and joe rogan tom DeLong quote unquote says if you pump enough tetrahertz through it, it'll float. Does he even know what he's talking about? I don't think Tom DeLong. I don't think Tom DeLong knows anything. I don't think Tom DeLong has ever known anything. Well, that's why he's perfect to go on the Joe Rogan show because it's a show of everybody that knows nothing and them trying to sound smart about it. It's yeah, a lot tetrahertz of tetrahertz. Sounds like exactly the kind of fucking made up universe. Oh, that's cool, Tom. Have you ever done mushrooms? Oh man, you ever done DNP? You ever done DNT, dude? Hey, Jamie, bring up that video of that chimpanzee. Okay, but I was watching chimp videos the other night, and they're very intriguing animals. <laughs> they are. They're great. <laughs> I watched I watched a troop of chimpanzees coordinate, uh, basically a murder. <laughs> they they uh they had a monkey on the ground, an ape on the ground, running down this lane that they created. They had two chimpanzees up in the treetops, and one ahead of everybody as an ambusher. Uh, and they basically pincered and encircled these little monkeys, and then they ate them and tore them in half while they were still alive. That there's literally I watched a video of a monkey getting ripped in half and it's screaming, and there's just a little chimp monkey, just little chimp baby, just chewing through it. It's fucking great. So Joe they're, Rogan's right about that. They're terrifying. Yeah, no, I learned about that shit when I read that new Max Brooks novel about the Bigfoots. About the Bigfoots and how they're probably like omnivores, like eat small yeah. animals. Yeah, it was, it was called Devolution. It's actually pretty good. Devolution. 
You mean devolution? Whatever. Satanlution? <laughs> yeah, are you are you pledging to Moloch? Is that what you're doing when you're reading that book? Yeah, are you are you in the Clinton crime family talking about extracting uh, adrenochrome from the great apes of this planet? No, you're pledging your allegiance to the one that looks like the lion with the legs that are surrounding its head. So this PhD um, who had stated that this alloy that was being tattered around as this metamaterial, this debris from a fucking alien crash that was going to be able to, if you run a current through it, you can make it fucking float and like... That's how we're going to create these vehicles that can maneuver through any medium. That's how we're going to get faster than light travel. That's how we're going to manipulate space-time. Um, this is how the uh, the chemical engineer they interviewed uh, uh, explains how it could have possibly been cre- been created. Uh, Micrometer-thick layers are made by mistake in metallurgy facilities all the time. The purification of lead by removing bismuth using magnesium is a perfectly reasonable explanation. The, fis- the facilities to analyze these solids are readily available. If they have materials, we should be seeing progress because these tests would take all of a month to run and analyze to see if there was something worth pursuing. So they got a bunch of shit done. I'm they got assuming. a bunch of bullshit, but that doesn't stop them from getting a contract with the federal fucking government to make, like, tanks or jets or some <clears throat> shit out of this. Just keep failing upwards. They, yeah. they have this fucking contract with the government where they're like, yeah, we're going to do all this uh, independent research into these metamaterials. And, like, some people point to this and go, that's how you know it's real. That's how you know these are real alien metals. It's like, uh, or that's how you know that, like, oh, wow, you're I'm so surprised that these fucking guys who worked in the federal government for decades, who probably have friends in every branch of the military and every significant bureaucratic apparatus within the federal government... I'm so surprised they know how to get money from that same government. I'm they so su- I'm so su- I'm so surprised that these guys who spent their entire lives manipulating the government to get what they want manipulated the government to get what they wanted. Nobody's ever done that. It must be because they have real proof of aliens. That's exactly it. You ever tried DMT? <laughs> I want to. Jamie, where's that champ video? <laughs> I wish we had a Jamie. I. Yeah, I mean, we need to maybe get one someday, buddy. It's, maybe yeah, someday. We'll, we'll bring that up at the meeting. They're like, hey, you know, is there anything that you guys need for your show? Can, Can we get a Jamie? Can we, get a Jamie? we need a Jamie and a, uh, or I would settle for one Travis Morningstar. I don't think yeah. I'd be settling for a Travis Morningstar. Actually, I feel like yeah, that's, that's the upgrade. Like that's an upgrade. That's the yeah. premium package. Now nah, we'll if, get our own. We'll get yeah, our own. The, the mid grade is if you get the guys from the booth at your mom's house podcast. Those guys, they're really. They're really uh, fucking C-tier producers. And so are we. Anyway. So are we. We're, I feel like we're lower than C-tier. But yeah. yeah um, so <laughs> th- the reason that we're covering To the Stars Academy on this episode is, uh, first of all, we're doing research for other series. That's the main reason is this is a filler episode. Uh, the other reason is that it's important to show that even when people have been in the government in highly classified positions doing things that would turn your fucking hair white and ordering the assassinations of countless uh, innocent people, creating weapons that are, you know, turning entire countries and regions into, you know, corpse-strewn uh, nightmares. Um, even these people could be fucking idiots. 
even these people can be mouth-breathing, Labrador-brained fucking morons. And that's what they are. I mean, that's what Tom DeLonge is showing. They're showing that, yeah, like, this fucking CIA guy decided to team up with a, a pop-punk guitarist in his fucking 50s. And they're gonna fucking break... They're gonna expand human consciousness together by showing shitty footage from fighter pilots that's consistent with the rate of camera malfunctions for that same fighter jet uh and a bunch of metal that was probably created in a metallurgy factory uh in the middle of the fucking southwest that some quack fucking journalist has been keeping in her fucking pussy for 30 fucking years whatever i maybe that's the secret that makes it float that's what that makes it float is all pussy for it's in the porosity it's absorbed that's that's it's, where all the tetrahertz come from that's <laughs> what's that phrase that john brinkley used describing goat sex considerable uh, lubricity lubricity considerable lubricity yeah. it's so lubricitous we can slip in between the folds of space itself but yeah like to the stars academy it's it's just a it's a fucking clearinghouse for uh like the cranks uh, of all these piece branches of the military intelligence apparatus that actually runs our country um indirectly through the market and uh it's just it's it's fun it's i have a good time with stuff like this because the stakes of the company operating and existing are very low um but it's all the nobody's, people nobody's involved, dying nobody's in, yeah, nobody's getting, nobody's getting like congenital heart disease because of To the Stars Academy. They're not Yet. running child slavery farms. Like, well, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, they they probably have child actors, so allegedly. Well, they they have a media wing, and we all know what that's like. It's. Yeah, I wonder if they're at all like associated with Scientology. Um, I'm glad you asked. Oh boy. Uh. Dr. Puthoff, he, he used to be in Scientology in the 70s, and he reached uh, the highest level at the time, OT7, and he, like, did all these talks and wrote all these things about how great Scientology was and how it, like, fixed your life, um, and then he left. So, uh, wait, when, it, like, did he leave to join the government, or did he, like, did he squirrel out and is considered, like, uh, No, no, he was uh, a researcher the whole time, so he, he's always been a scientist. Is he so fair he game? So even a scientist back when he was in Scientology. And then he left Scientology, and then immediately got fooled by Yuri Geller. And then from there, apparently, went to go get fooled by Tom DeLong. So is he actively having his life ruined by Scientology? Yeah, no, no, I think he left amicably. Okay, sure so he's still a part of Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, then he's still part of it. I don't. You no, don't no. He said he officially, like, he, they officially cut ties. So. No, you do not leave Scientology amicably. He is still part of Scientology. I think then. John Travolta's trying to get out. I'm yeah, sure he's, he's trying. trying to get out. You do not leave Scientology amicably. I think John Travolta should be allowed to suck as many dicks as he wants. I and also think that also, John Travolta should be able to suck as many dicks. If that's what makes him happy. But it's like Scientology gets in the way of that. I just want to say this controversial hot take. I think those masseuses who fucking dimed on John Travolta, I think they're the real offenders here. Like, I'm sorry. He's trying, he's trying to get, he's trying to, you know, grab a fucking handful of some schmeat 
It's fucking this. This is Danny fucking Zuko. This is Danny. This is Michael from Michael. This is the guy from Phenomenon right here. And you're you're gonna be like, oh, I don't want to fuck him. Meanwhile, you're dicking down every fucking Mexican twink that walks your way on the street of L.A. Like, come on, it's fucking goddamn John Travolta. He was in Taking of Pelham One Two Three. He was in Battlefield Earth. He was in all these amazing films. And you can't even throw a little dick his way? Like, come on. Come on. Throw the man a bone, literally. So I think it's time for our call to action this episode. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'm focused. Yeah, Colin is okay with sexual harassment. That's what yes, we... Yes, uh... he's as long I'm as not okay with He should have... There should have been consent, obviously. And it's inappropriate to grope anybody in that... Even in that circumstance where you... You are in the vulnerable position because you are naked on the table. Even then, it is inappropriate. You should never do that without somebody's express consent. I just think it's fucked up. You're bad. saying that right. you would so, fuck yeah, John say, Travolta. Colin, yeah, Colin really wants to fuck John Travolta. I don't want to fuck John Travolta. I think oh. he should be able to fuck. You want his fucking, no like... One, no one is saying that John Travolta can't fuck. Scientology want... is saying that he can't fuck. Scientology is like, you can't fuck? Not if you're gonna well, yeah, fuck that way. You're not blaming Scientology when you're when you're blaming the masseuses <laughs> for not wanting to. What's the call to action, Colin? I feel like they're Scientology plants. They're Colin. They're Colin plants. What's the call to action? Colin just really wants John Travolta's fucking three foot diameter head to lay on his chest. <laughs> he's got what's a that, big what's that smooth giant dome. And now John... that he's bald, it looks bigger. Guys, fun fact. Fun fact. John Travolta was the original Funko Pop. <laughs> is is this the call to action is just jantra fact the call to action is that enjoy your life believe things that are fulfilling to you but understand that everybody is constantly trying to take advantage of you and if you believe anything too hard you're gonna get fooled like fucking dr puthoff this fucking stupid ass that guy i'm sorry if you like if somebody proves empirically that you were being like charmed and manipulated by a fucking magician you deserve to be put to death in public you deserve a public firing squad execution you don't get to keep doctor as an honorific you also don't get to be alive if fucking that's like that's like if david blaine tricked me into like buying a house like the level of financial investment it's like if David Blaine is like, I'm going to snap my fingers and there's going to be a million dollars in your bank account. And I quit my job without double checking. That's, that is the I'd level. I believe David Blaine. You know what? Believe David Blaine. Just don't believe Tom DeLonge. Fucking it's like if, cheese it's It's like if Chris Angel sold cheese. you an extended warranty on your car. <laughs> Get out of here, David Blaine, you demon. Love David Blaine. I like how, orange soda. I like how bored he looks all the time. He does. He does really look very. He's bored. so tired because he lives beyond our realm. This has been another episode of Worst in the Industry podcast. Uh, we had a, a good time talking about uh, government spooks and a little bit about aliens. Yeah, you see, guys, we're just we're trying to like get some yucks in because we're working on some shit right now. Yeah, there's some heavy shit going on behind the scenes that even I'm not fully aware of, and like my butthole is puckered in fear. Yeah, yeah. All right. And so, on that uh, note, come, come back again next week. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can follow us on Instagram uh, at worst worst in the industry. You can follow us on Twitter at witty pod. You can follow me 
on Instagram, uh, it's, or on uh, Instagram and Twitter, I'm Tyler Witty Pod. Uh, if you want to see some bullshits on there, what about you guys? You got any ads? Uh, yeah, you can find me at JTSP Comedy on Instagram uh, and at that Wednesday on Twitter. <clears throat> uh, you got, like I said, you guys figure out my Twitter handle. I'm still not giving it away. You guys are gonna have to dig for that one. Uh, a lot of pictures of my penis live on the internet. Yeah, uh, email us, send us an email, worst in the industry podcast, at, or is it worst in the industry podcast? Yeah, it's worst in, the indus- yeah. worst in the industry yeah. podcast, worst in the industry pod. Yeah, yeah we want to do that uh, fucking listener episode, the listener episode yes. about your shitty work experiences. We'll keep it completely anonymous if you want us to, and if you don't want us to, we won't. Yeah, yep, if, um, and if, if we, you don't we, want us to, we'll dox you. It'll be fucking... Yeah, we'll we, dox we will not be putting anybody in any compromising position unless they are literally asking for it. Yeah, we'll send um, it right to your employer, but only if it makes you come. Yeah. It is it is worst in the industry pod at gmail.com. All right, yeah, worst in the industry pod at gmail.com for your shitty work, work experiences. Uh, and then Come back next week for... Yeah, do we want to tease what we're... Uh, well, uh, Tyler's working on a series. I'm working on a series um all right yeah, you want to tease what we what we're talking about next week Tyler? oh only the biggest corporation to ever exist oh boy well that doesn't tell me much because i didn't finish college one of the first companies you could buy stock of uh Co- coca-cola mm-hmm Oh, Tyler. Oh, you're you're doing the East India Company shit. East? I thought you were doing Sackler first. Okay. Nah, I need a little bit more time with the sacks. I got the book ready though. <laughs> Alright, well yeah, you heard it first uh here, folks. Coming up next is the uh the Dutch East India Company. Get ready for pirate voices for two whole episodes. Alright, yeah. Anyway, love you guys. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.